Identify the various methods for recovering cost basis from qualified and other tax-advantaged retirement plans. When a participant receives an insurance policy with accumulated Table 2001 costs from a qualified plan or has made after-tax contributions to a qualified plan or non-deductible contributions to an IRA, that portion of the benefit is treated as cost basis and will not be taxed when it's distributed. The rules for recovering cost basis are quite complicated because there are different rules for different situations. The simplest situation is if the participant were to take a lump sum distribution. In this case, the non-taxable amount is recovered at the time the benefit is taken into income. Also, if you receive a lump sum from a qualified plan that includes after-tax contributions, you can roll over all but the after-tax contributions to the IRA and recover the after-tax contribution cost basis. This is actually a very good idea, since if these amounts are rolled over into an IRA, they will be subject to a very different, much less favorable recovery rule. When a participant withdraws after-tax contributions from a qualified plan prior to retirement, the tax treatment depends on when the contributions were made. Those made prior to 1987 can be withdrawn at any time without any income tax. But post-1986 amounts are now subject to a pro-rata recovery rule. When the distribution is an annuity from a qualified plan or 403B plan, the excluded amount is determined simply by dividing the individual's cost basis by a specified number of estimated monthly annuity payments. This number comes from an IRS table and is based on the participant's age and whether the annuity is a single life or joint annuity. Once all cost basis has been recovered, the entire distribution is taxable. Let's take the example of John Thomas, who's about to begin a retirement benefit in the form of a single life annuity. John is age 65 at the time benefit payments begin. His cost basis is $40,000, and the set number of months used to compute the exclusion amount is 260. Because his investment in the contract is $40,000, the amount excluded from each payment is $154, which is $40,000 divided by 260. The method for recovering cost basis in an IRA is different. The rule is quite unfavorable. The portion that is excluded from income tax is prorated based on the ratio of the remaining non-taxable amounts to the value of all of the participants' IRAs. To illustrate this rule, let's say an individual has an IRA worth $50,000 that has $20,000 of non-deductible contributions. If this is the only IRA and the individual withdraws $10,000, then using the ratio of 20,000 divided by 50,000, 40% or $4,000 of the withdrawal will be tax-free. But now let's assume that the same individual has a $950,000 rollover IRA. Now, if you take out $10,000 from the non-deductible IRA, the exclusion ratio is taken by dividing the $20,000 non-deductible contribution by the total of all the IRAs, which is now $1 million. Multiply that by $10, the $10,000 withdrawal, and only $200 of the $10,000 is excluded from income. If a life insurance policy is involved, note that the accumulated taxable income, often referred to as Table 2001 amounts, can be recovered only if the policy is actually distributed. Also, self-employed individuals and S-corporation owners are not permitted to recover Table 2001 amounts, meaning that they are taxed twice on these amounts. 